The following sermon is from Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church in New York City at the corner of Fifth Avenue and 55th Street in the heart of Manhattan. We welcome you to worship with our vibrant community of faith. Head to FAPC.org and join our email list and be sure to subscribe to FAPC in New York City, our YouTube channel. And now we invite you to breathe deep and lean into the beauty of worship with Fifth Avenue Presbyterian Church. A reading from the Gospel of Luke. Now every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem to search for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. All who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. Here ends the reading. Let us pray. Holy God, through the power of your Holy Spirit, illumine your word that we may see Christ, the living word, the light of the world. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing to you, our rock and redeemer. Amen. Allow me to acknowledge how this passage might be a little jarring. Yesterday, we were celebrating the baby, wrapped in bands of cloth, lying in a manger. Today, he's 12, and it's nearly time for his bar mitzvah. Where does the time go? But we're used to it. With hundreds of gigabytes of photos stored on the cloud, Many of us regularly get those emails or notifications that tell us what we, our children, or pets looked like on this day X years ago, as far back as when you started sinking. We wonder, did we really look like that? And it brings back memories. Luke recounts a memory from Jesus's family. We find that they had a tradition. 
Every year, Joseph and Mary travel to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. The tradition remains seemingly unremarkable up until their 12th trip when they lost their son. Now, there's a more interesting story to tell. Before we start shaking our heads and assigning blame, let's linger on the fact that this family has been on this trip 11 times. Has anyone been to Disney World or some other destination 11 times? There is a sense of familiarity and confidence that gets built up. If you will, an autopilot mode that kicks in and one is sure. Not only that, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus traveled in a caravan with their relatives and friends. And that is an added measure of safety and comfort. And to emphasize again, Jesus is 12 years old. He is on the cusp of transitioning from a boy to a man in his culture. By now, Jesus has earned the the trust and respect of his parents and younger siblings. They've heard enough. Joseph, take it easy. Jesus has grown up. Mary, he's a man now. And they've said enough. Kids, listen to your older brother while we're gone. He's in charge. It makes sense that they don't feel the need to micromanage their firstborn to pack his bags for the trip home. With the weight of responsibility that often falls on the shoulders of the eldest child, what must have happened for Jesus to lose his focus on something as important and basic as rounding up the siblings to go home? Was he mushing his sisters and brothers along from behind toward the clan? or his family clan, when he heard a fierce debate about how many times to forgive or what constitutes breaking the Sabbath. Hmm? As unclear as it may be, there was a moment when this 12-year-old boy or 12-year-old young man started dreaming. Maybe it was about how to make it a better world or a dream of healing and wholeness. Whatever happened, it led him to sit in the temple learning and questioning for a period of three days. Those who dream get lost. Mary and Joseph naturally panicked. 
They systemically searched the caravan until they concluded that they had to leave the caravan and backtrack all the way back to the city. When they finally found Jesus, his status quickly changed from nearly man back to their miracle baby boy as evidenced in their exasperated query. Child, why have you treated us like this? How you color in the inflection and tone of Jesus' response to his parents is everything. He said to them, why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? I've repeated this line in my head many times, trying to capture how the adolescent Jesus said those words to his parents. And after playing it so many times, I'm left, I don't know, shrugging my shoulders and shaking my head. I I just can't figure it out. I can't land on the thing that I think he said, the way he said it. And that's why I love Luke's commentary. He tells us, but they did not understand what he said to them. As a fellow parent, I am convinced that if this happened to me, no matter what came out of my child's mouth, I would not be able to comprehend it. Luke goes on to inform us that Jesus was obedient to mom and dad and that mom treasured this experience in her heart. This story is about a disrupted tradition and its aftermath. A disrupted tradition and its aftermath. This is our story. The tradition that got disrupted for Jesus' family was a safe return from the annual Passover celebration. COVID disrupted most of the world's Christmas tradition in 2020. And this year, maybe it did, maybe it didn't. Maybe you're here in worship because Christmas worked out as planned, or maybe you're here in worship because Christmas didn't work out as planned. COVID tests were in high demand and short supply because people wanted to return to the tradition of gathering to celebrate. When I listened, I found others resigned and agreed to gather at a future date. Regardless of your own particular situation, society at large remains disrupted. For Mary and Joseph, the disruption was connected to the loss of their son, who they in turn had to go and find. Driven by love and duty, they find Jesus. The troubling and irksome thing for them is Jesus' lack of relief at having been found. 
When this, story is take, when this story is taken from Mary and Joseph's perspective, their son was lost and had to be found. But when this story is heard from Jesus' perspective, Jesus was never lost. He was always where he was meant to be, in his father's house. I'm not trying to imply that Mary and Joseph shouldn't have searched for their son. I am suggesting that when we remain in our own shoes, stuck in our own zone of comfort, and glued to our own perspectives, others seem lost. The young man in this story provides an important perspective, the vastness of God's house. While others may have perceived him as lost, he never was. Lost implies danger, fear, displacement. But Jesus never felt that in this story. While in his father's house, he was welcome, growing, and permitted to question. It does not seem too great a stretch for us to relate with Mary and Joseph, frantic, anxious, worried. Again, they rightly feel like this. Or maybe we feel like a lost child, unsure where we are, longing for the comfort of home. It is the boy, Jesus, who opens us up and presents a different possibility. Could it be that we are where we ought to be? be in the Father's house, surrounded by different perspectives, allowed to debate and learning. It is a good place to be, and all are welcome. Moreover, Jesus' mom suspended, suspended her right to be judgmental and angry when she left a space in her heart to treasure, to ponder and wonder, to marvel at the possibilities that exist in the Father's house. Maybe the Father's house is a place where we are generous in our empathy to others and believe that God makes possible the impossible. It may seem like those who dream get lost 
But we find that those who dream are in the Father's house and as the cover photo reminds us, in the hands of a caring community, but most of all, in the hands of the loving Father. Ordinarily, we would greet all at the door, but in these unusual times, as Pastor Warner mentioned, after the benediction, the clergy will excuse ourselves to the right here. Friends, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God through him. And may the Christ inhabit you, the Father uphold you, and the Spirit sustain you now and forever. Amen.